Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, and this is podcast number 194, and it is this week's Thursday Quickie with Dr. Richard Severin. If you missed our podcast on Monday, which was podcast 193, definitely go over, download it, listen to it. It was awesome. Dr. Severin and I talk all about his passion, which is cardiopulmonary physical therapy. We talk about why it's vital to take vital signs, regardless of what setting you're in. So if you're an outpatient, inpatient, skilled nursing, home health, PTs, now that we are frontline practitioners, we are, for many people, the entry point into the physical therapy and into the healthcare system, then we should be taking vital signs. Everybody else does it when they're an entry point into the system. So we talk all about that on Monday's episode. It was great. A lot of... Lot of uh, Really good info shared with all of you by Dr. Severin. Now, in today's Thursday Quickie, we talk about the importance of being on social media, why the why matters when it comes to your patients, why trust and truth are two such vital components to patient care, and Rich also lets us in on the social media handles he follows on a daily and weekly basis. This is some great stuff. So if you're at all interested in cardiovascular aspects of physical therapy, vital signs, that kind of stuff, wait towards the end of this podcast. Rich uh, lets us in on all of the social media handles that he follows to get really, really great information. So without further ado, uh, I present to you this week's Thursday Quickie with Dr. Rich Severin. So um, the thing that always kind of gets me, or a few things, is um, like when I talk to PTs and ask them, like, hey, are you active on social media? And I get this, well, you know, I've got my network with my, you know, family and friends and grandma, like, you know, and I keep it pretty, pretty separate to that. And I understand that, yeah, you, got, you want to keep things private, you know, work life separate from private life, which is important. But, man, like, especially if you want to get into, like, business or, you know, you know running. I mean, you, you, you can probably speak to this. It's social media is, is a great platform for kind of marketing yourself and then networking with other clinicians. I mean, um, or and staying current with research. I mean, there's, there's so many great journals that have active accounts. I mean, New England Journal of Medicine, uh, JSPT has an account. I mean... British Journal of Sports Medicine. Yeah, they all, they all do. Yeah, everybody They're, does. And, I mean, I can, you know, you're, people are already on their phones for, you know, looking at pictures of their cats and their, like, kids. Like, Okay, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with having pictures of your cat no, on no. your phone. Just <laughs> no, throw no, that no. out there. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, um, you know... Why not kind of dual task and read, you know, a good, at least the abstract of something that's, you know, current and keep yourself up to date. And it's, you know, it's a lot of times they, they publish stuff that's, you know, 
free online open access. Sure, so sure. that's, that's one thing. And then, um, and this networking, like I, I just thinking of where and who I knew and who I've collaborated with when I was, before I was on social media back in 2011 to where I'm at now. I mean, the, the, the fact that we're doing this interview is because of social media. And yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure your talk at CSM is because of social media. It's not like you and Kyle yeah. work together. He's out absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Cause, yeah. um, we had interacted before on, on online and we're both at CSM. It's like, Hey man, like let's meet and talk and let's plan this out. And, um, yeah. And like, that's, it's exactly right. Yeah, well, that's how I, we, I did a talk last year with Kyle and Ann Wendell, and it was as a result of a podcast that Kyle and I did. Wow. And also, I mean, let's be honest, Kyle does like 20 talks at CSM each year. Yeah, he's pretty active. He's pretty he's busy. pretty busy at CSM. So I think last year he had like three talks. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Basically, what we're saying here is, if you want to do a talk at CSM, Kyle's in. So yeah, anyone much. that's listening, <laughs> you you want you want to talk with somebody, just talk to Kyle Ridgeway. He's in. He'll do it. I I try to you know facilitate um, open discussions. I'm like that's one thing that I am I'm really really interested in, in in learning why people do certain things or why they think certain things or. or Seeking what, truth. What are you like, getting at here? So, um, I, I think within our profession, in particularly, um, there's a lot of say ambiguity about certain interventions and and certain approaches to rehab. And I, uh, being being a bit of a of, a, of an academic, my, you know, myself, I, uh, you know, I, I always I, I look to question things and really kind of. Um, you know, I guess the word is an iconoclast. Like people put certain, you know, ways of practice, you know, certain interventions on a pedestal that I think are a little unrealistic without much support for evidence. And I think a lot of it's done just because people get complacent and get comfortable with doing just the way they, you know, or practicing the way they've been practicing for however long they have been mm -hmm. or whatever they learned in school, which... You know, if it works, it works. I, I understand that that why that's an appealing thought, but why something happens or why we do things, I think, matters. And your understanding of you know the physiological process and the, you know all the mechanisms behind something are are important. And I think we lose sight of that. And I think the fact what I think us losing sight of that of that lends to this, this culture of Oh, the missing link, you know, the missing link to, to rehab and the guru nature that's kind mm. of, Yeah, you know, so do you feel the, like it's just technique-driven versus, um, I guess, understanding more of the human system and, and how we move and how we function versus just pushing a technique because it quote-unquote works or because you've always done it or, you know, the old tool in the toolbox yeah. Kind of mentality. Um, why it happens, I, I'm not really certain. You know, it could be it's probably a mixture of all of those mm -hmm. factors. Um, with different ways for different for different people. Right. But just something that I've observed that, you know, um, 
it's it's just it's just interesting you know why people hold things so near and dear you know that it just we 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 let our cognitive biases take control True. i think too often of what we do um, for treatment and i'm guilty of this myself we all yeah, have our own biases but of course you know i think being aware of those biases and then figuring out why they exist matters well um, i mean you know. i think there's a lot of reasons i think there's if you're looking at treatment approaches to patients, um, it might be because you make money off of it. Yeah. And so that's obviously why you're a huge proponent of it. Yeah. Or And or you've spent a truckload of money on it. Yeah. And so that's why you're a huge proponent. Um, it's something you've always done. It's something that is promoted in the clinic or the hospital that you work at. So here you're in this sort of little bubble of, yeah. of kind of where you practice. It could be, I think, regional, even across yeah. the country or across the world. Um, and I think that's where social media and obviously the internet can, can play a really positive role in that it can open up your eyes to different points of view. But Absolutely. you have to, but here's the, the big but is you as the practitioner have to be willing to see those different points of view and you have yeah. to be willing to communicate thoughtfully yeah. about those points of view. And listen, you may, on social media, there's a, a lot of different approaches. And some people are very vocal about it. I don't want to say passionate because passionate does not excuse um, bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um I mean, you're right. And like, I, and like you mentioned too, being on social media exposes you to a lot of different things. And, um, you know, you need to be discerning with your... With good and bad. Your, yeah. Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. You see the good, you see the bad, you see the ugly. Yeah. Um, but you should, you should see both. Yeah. I think. And that, yeah. that's important to make, to make, to find truth. You need to have supported arguments on both sides. Um, you know, and I, and I think that's, that that's that's critical like being able to, to be discerning you know and hear both sides and make your own mo- and make your own, own assessment yeah kind of like you said if, if as long as something's not harming the patient yeah you know let's go ahead use it but it's it's the the why like why like what you're purporting or what you're reporting excuse me like to be the uh, the cause for the effect mm-hmm. matters you know and what you're telling the patient you know, as far as what this does matters. Of course it does. And, and I think that's, that's the key really with a lot of these things, you know, um, taping, like, you know, and that's why I like, I like about medical minds and motions approach, um, is they, they manage it's appropriate set of input. That's really mm-hmm. kind of what it is. It's not like, it's not supportive. Re- it's not, doesn't replace a brace. No. And it's, it's not so hey. like, fascial guru stuff. It's just like, it's appropriate stuff of input. It may help with movement. And, and, and like delivering that versus giving some contrived answer, you know, I, I, I think it's a much better way of going mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that's, that's where I, what I take the issue with. If you want to use something, you know, if you want to say you're resetting, you know, the, the chi balance or, you know, lowering someone's, you know, sympathetic, you know, outflow. I'm like, you know, that's, that's probably not accurate in many cases, but 
if you want to say it's relaxing somebody and that's helping their pain, yeah, that's, that's completely fine. Sure. And I, and I think patients would respect um, the provider and in, in our profession if we if we took that more logical approach to a lot of things we we you know we, we, we that we do and that we use. But yeah, I and mean, that's that's something I've. You know that I, I pay you know a lot a lot of attention to, and it takes it's an interest of mine why we do certain stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as a physical therapist or anyone working with an actual person in front of them, you better know your why. Yeah. Because yeah. not all patients, but a lot of patients ask. Yeah, and and I and I think too even it it would it would be even better sometimes just to say I really don't know why. And that's okay. It, and that's okay, and it's better than making something up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah like, of course. It, like you can't know everything, you know. No. And if you don't know why, you know, look up, like look look into it. But look it up. You know, don't make something up. Yeah, you know? if if I always like if someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer, I say, you know, I'm not really sure what the answer is to that, but I'm gonna look it up and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Or yeah. I'll ask a mentor or. I will look for some research on that, and I'll get back to you. And you know what their response is? Okay, thanks. Great. Yeah. It's not like they don't look at you like, oh, my God, this person's a total idiot. Yeah. And, I mean, you should, you should work hard to, to not be stumped. You know, that's, that's, that's the goal, in, I think, in, in any kind of profession. Um, but, you know, you do have to acknowledge that there are limits, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. And I uh, and I think we get guilty, and that I think we're guilty of that sometimes. Um, and all, all providers are, and I think that also contributes to some of this like extension of of physiology for a lot of things we do, like things that probably aren't accurate. Right. So right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, better off saying you don't know than making something up. Yeah, absolutely. Because then they're going to go and they're going to like go to Dr. Google or WebMD and they're going to be like, God, this person has no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. And guess what? They're not going to come back. Yeah. Or, or they're going to ask another provider and then they'll go to them. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. all comes down to like you want, you kind of want your clients or your patients to trust you so that way they'll stick with you. Absolutely. And then after they're discharged, it, they'll tell someone else or something else happens to them and they're going to be like, you know, I went to this PT once, but they were terrible, so I'm not going back. Absolutely. Like you never want to have that happen. Yeah. Trust and truth are, are pretty closely related. And yeah. I, and I think you're absolutely right on that one. Yeah. So you have to kind of, as a practitioner, I think, just be honest and communicate well and know, be present, know who you are, why you're there with that patient and what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you can, going back, circling back to what you said in the beginning about social media, you can find a lot of this info on social media if yeah. you know where to go. So what's, let's talk about what, what um, sites or Facebook pages or Twitter handles do you like to follow? Uh, your, where, where do you get your info from? Well, and the great thing too about social media, it's free. It's completely mm -hmm. free. Um, so we actually did make a really good list, or two of them, um, for newgradphysicaltherapy.com, um, which is another uh, site I, I sort of work for, um, Brett Kessenbaum's mm -hmm. uh, website. So um, we've got a great list 
of every different um, resource. You're on there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and then every kind of criteria and category. But personally, I follow um, the journal Physiology. Um, I follow New England Journal of Medicine, um, JOSPT, BGSM, the Scandinavians, um, their sports med journal. Um, did I say circulation? That's the nope. AHA's. That's the AHA's paper. They have stuff on there. Um, Chest, which is the American College of Ch- Chest Physicians. Okay. Um, so it's like pulmonologists and some thoracic surgery and stuff in there. They cool. they publish good stuff and they're very active on social media. And then um, the cardiopulmonary section mm-hmm. and the acute care section. So great. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a great list for people to get more info on the stuff that you're most passionate about, cardiovascular, and um, I think they're all great resources. So uh, don't worry, everyone. If you didn't write them all down, I will have it uh, in the newsletter. Um, So be sure to – I'll have it in the newsletter for next week. So be sure to sign up for that. You could just go to podcast.healthywealthysmart.com, and you can sign up for the newsletter. And – I'll have Rich send all of it to me, and then I will have it all so it's just one click, and you can follow all the people that he follows, and then hopefully you'll be just as smart as he is. <laughs> right? That's the hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't give myself too much credit. <laughs> well, hopefully. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll be as knowledgeable, just as knowledgeable <laughs> as Rich is if you follow all those people on Twitter. So, Rich, thanks so much for uh, hanging out for the Thursday Quickie. I really appreciate your time. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, and then hopefully I'll see you at CSM. Yeah, and um, everyone, again, he's doing his talk at CSM, so just go to the programming, look up Richard Severin, and it's Thursday morning from 8 to 10 um, in the Marriott in Ballroom D, we think, but subject to change. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. <laughs>